Hooray Run Podcast, episode 31. I'm your host, James Rogers, bringing back the podcast. The last episode was September 2019. Holy smokes, how much has changed since September 2019. Here we are now, episode 31 of the podcast, sponsored by Sportwatch. Sportwatch is a team management app built by former athletes for track and cross-country coaches, view team performance, track athlete growth, and much more, all from the convenience of your phone. Ditch the clipboard and pick up Sportwatch. Learn more at sportwatch.us. Joe Hale joins me in conversation for this comeback episode. Joe is a freelance photographer known best for his running photography. His client list includes Nike, Adidas, and Tracksmith, to name a few. Joe is just 21 years old and graduates from Manhattan College tomorrow, Wednesday, May 18th. He'll be going after photography full-time post-college, gets right to it later this month, travels to Eugene, Oregon. He'll actually be living in Eugene for the summer. He'll be shooting multiple huge track and field events. We'll talk about those events and much more in the conversation. Follow Joe on Instagram at jkh underscore photo. And visit Joe's website, josephkhale.com. Joe and I recorded this conversation on Thursday, May 12th. Thanks to Last Night Saved My Life for the intro-outro instrumentals. Give this band a listen if you haven't already. Last Night Saved My Life. Joe Hale conversation. Here we go. James Rogers here joined by Joe Hale, freelance photographer. Not quite 22 years old, correct, Joe? Nope, 21. 22 in July. Okay, 22 in July, you got quite a a client list already and events you have shot at, and it's really incredible what you've accomplished already um, at 21 years old. And have you graduated from Manhattan College? Nope. Not Uh, yet. I finished my last final two days ago, and I graduate next Wednesday. So Next Wednesday graduation. Not even a college grad. And if you look at Joe's resume, it's really incredible. You'd think you'd have... 20 years in the business already known mostly for your running photography and you got a huge summer ahead. You recently tweeted about your Eugene, Oregon travels and tell us all you'll be doing in Eugene coming up here in late May. Right. And then going through July. Yep. So I'll be, first off, thanks for having me on. Um, I'll be moving to Oregon for the summer. So I'll fly out the 20, 24th I think and then I'll be shooting pre-classics that weekend and then after that's NCAAs and then after that's USAs and then after that's Worlds so pretty busy summer I I was looking at it like a couple months ago I was like man I cannot fly especially to Eugene which is like the worst airport to ever get to so I was like I'm just gonna spend the summer out there and luckily I have a few friends so I'll be crashing on their couches and such in basements and stuff but yeah it's gonna be a fun summer good so you got lodging all set for the <laughs> eugene summer amazing yep. and then how does that come to be now you've already i've talked briefly about your experience do you reach out to these events these meets and request request credentials or are you now getting inquiries to your email are people reaching out to you for big time events like like these coming up in eugene uh no it's still me emailing everyone yeah i, I spend like all day on the emails just sending out to whoever i can trying to get fun stuff cooking up yeah. But yeah so um actually it's a funny story for worlds is the hardest one to get into 
for a bunch of reasons. Obviously, there's a whole world of media trying to get in. But so I didn't get a credential through, through USATF, and I found out like two weeks before the credential was due, and it was due back in March. So it's been it that's been done for a while. But I so when I didn't get in from USATF, I was like, I'm not missing this. So I spent a day emailing everyone on the World Athletics page and emailed like every federation I could possibly find. <laughs> and eventually, Portugal got back to me. So I'm the Portuguese team photographer for World. So I I read cool. I read that at the end of a a feature on uh, your student the Manhattan student-run newspaper you had a feature recently done and at the end of it it did say you're a team photographer for portugal portugal's national team yeah so that'll be yeah. pretty fun it'll be it, it, i just needed a way in and i was in portugal was luckily enough my way in now i got a branch out over to soccer so i can shoot ronaldo that's the... oh, yeah, absolutely connections you're starting it you're getting closer yep. to ronaldo yep that was a piece by katie hennigan i got quite a few notes from that quadrangle mm-hmm. feature and that was just done, I believe, last month. And um, your start in photography, Joe, it started in high school, uh, correct, mm-hmm. at Niskayuna High School in New yep. York? Yep. yep. And borrowed a friend's camera. Tell us that story. What got you really involved with photography? Yeah. So um, uh, my friend ran for Siena College, which is a like a, a local D1 school in Albany. And he was going to run a Van Cortland Park. And he said, hey, if you want to use my camera, you're more than welcome to take some photos of me and mess around with this. I was like, sure. And I just had a really fun time with it. It was my first time I ever used a DSLR. Um, and yeah, ever since then. And then we, I went back to school, took a photo class. It was kept like stealing my friend's camera whenever I could. And then eventually saved it for my own. I just kind of brought it around and took photos at our local high school meets. And our local meets around the league, my friends at my school, my friends at other schools. And yeah, just had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, really started networking. And you said in that feature that people then started asking for photographs and then you got uh, connected with other events too through bringing that Mm -hmm. camera around everywhere yeah basically yep then you are still enrolled at manhattan and graduating Mm -hmm. wednesday what uh steered you to manhattan uh so i ran there actually for a year and a half so i was being recruited um really wanted to be in new york city because i knew i just a cool place to live and i I've always had like a pretty entrepreneurial spirit and I knew I'd do something. If I was in New York, I'd get involved in something that would be just what I want to do. So um was primarily looking for a place to live in New York and also a place where I could run not smart enough to get into Columbia or NYU. Um, and Manhattan would let me run on the team. So coach Kerry Gallagher gave me a spot on the team for a year and a half. It was pretty awful, but um, ran for a year and a half and then decided to quit to just do photos like, put more focus into that so yeah yep and then were you coached by matt centrowitz as well so he was the director he didn't really coach me director. directly okay he was, Carrie was, he was the coach. yeah carrie was my coach yep and then uh you said in that um again taking notes from that feature article that uh because of the centrowitz connection you you had opportunities to to shoot some of matt centro known as centro yeah, matt, matt- Centrowitz Jr. Yeah. 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 But Centro Jr., he would come and I just get to, it was so cool. Just like, I'd always DM him and be like, you coming to VCP? You coming to VCP? Whenever he had like (laughs) Fifth Ave or something in New York. And um, it's been really cool. He was my wallpaper for like middle school all the way through high school on my phone. And it's been so cool to like get to meet him. And like every time I'm mad at me, he always says hi. And it's just nice to have an acquaintance now. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And after a year and a half of running, you decide to go photography. Uh, yep. student 
photography. Uh, how in the world did you have you managed that going school full time and then traveling really all over the place? Um, with so I didn't start traveling really until this year, this year in student, but I started off just at the armory. My friend Billy Saveco was there and I met him in high school. He was working for miles, but at the time, and I, I just kept DMing him. I was like, Hey, can I just come? I'll take photos for free. I just want to take photos at the armory. I think it'd be cool. And eventually they said, yeah. And I just go like spend like 20 hours a weekend, like 10 hours Saturday, 10 hours Sunday, every weekend taking photos. of just like <laughs> the shittiest meets, like, like section, like one class D, like kids are on it winning races in like five fifteen per mile. But like, yeah. I just spend my weekends there. And then like when Milrose came around and all those big races, it was really sick because I was just still shooting the same exact stuff. It just happened to be the best runners in the world now. And I met a bunch of cool people through that. So yeah, yeah, you got your, you got your reps, and then you knew where to go in the venue, exactly. and that's got to start somewhere, and that, that's cool. The the beginnings yeah. at the Armory, and then getting those bigger meets, um, mm-hmm. and then you got the opportunity to shoot the Fifth Avenue Mile, um, one of the if not the biggest road mile in the nation. Uh, talk about that opportunity, the genesis of it, and then. I'm going to get into the to man elite connection too from right. that fifth Avenue. Yeah. Mile. So, um, I was also, there was a local pro group NJNY. Um, so I was shooting for them at the time too. I'd go to their practice. They were practicing in Colin park. So every Tuesday morning I'd go down and just kind of shoot with them. Kyle Merber, um, was basically my connection there. And then they were all running fifth Ave and like a bunch of other people. So I just went out and, um, I forget who I even got in from. I mean, I definitely got a credential. I forget who. I probably just emailed some random person. I was like, hey, I'll give you photos for free. And they're like, sure. <laughs> but um, I had an OG Tin Man Elite shirt. And I, I had, because I just, I'm running nerd and huge fan of what they were doing. And I knew Sam was going, so I wore it. And then after the race, I took a, we got a photo with him of me like holding up or wearing the shirt. And he just like always responded to my DMs. And we stayed in touch after that, which was really kind of fun. And, um, and then like later in the summer, I was going, I was planning on going to Boulder anyways, the summer that COVID happened. And then um, my friend and I, we got robbed of $1,200 because we signed a lease to a guy that didn't own a house on Craigslist. Don't get your houses on Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah. So we gave away our money and then he was like, Hey man, that's kind of like my summer budget for going to Boulder. So I think I'm out. And I was like, ah, shit. But I still really wanted to go out. I already booked my flights and everything. So I texted, so I met, was, had been messaging with Sam like random stuff, replying to random stories. And I was like, "Hey, I'll be um, coming out to Boulder still if you guys need help." And he was like, "Sure, if you want to help fold T-shirts and take a photo every once in a while." So, just started doing that. And then the trip was only supposed to be three months, and then I stayed for fall semester when that was online, and then winter break, and then spring semester when that was online, and then the next summer, or no, it was spring semester. So it was spring semester, summer, fall semester. Uh, winter break and then spring semester and then i came back geez so you were there from what was it, may like may 2020 yeah okay yep. yep and they started calling you the tin turn is that correct the tin turn yep. yeah it didn't really go in as an official it was just kind of there to help out i think they thought it would be like a couple weeks thing maybe once a week i come in and help fold t-shirts take a couple photos <laughs> and then they're like you know what you're like actually helping us so come in more often and then probably like <laughs> Through, it was probably like two weeks in. They're like, all right, we're actually going to use you. So you're going to come like every day. And I was like, oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be the best summer ever. Tin Man Elite. And they started when? Was that soon uh, after 20, they had started? They, 
They started in 2017, 17. end of 2017. Yeah, so this is their fifth year. Yep, and been with Adidas, so you got Adidas connections too from that Tin Man yeah. time. And yep. pretty cool seeing your work on global marketing campaigns and in Adidas stores. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I uh, like probably a year after I got out there, they, Adidas reached out to um, Drew's agent and they said, Hey, we need to use Drew for a campaign. Like, do you know any good, or do you know any photographers or videographers we can use? And Drew was like, Oh, um, I live with our social team, like Max, who was my boss while I was there. And he's the video guy who makes out all the content for Tin Man and, yep. um, and myself. And he was like, Oh, can they just do it? Like it'd be easiest and most comfortable with them. And the data's okayed it. So that's how I shot my first global campaign. Amazing. Sweet. Well, your client list is so robust already. Again, at 21 years old, worked with Adidas, mm-hmm. Nike, Tracksmith, Coro, mm-hmm. somewhere in a chorus right now. Love the watches. And that client list is is really incredible. Are you keeping in touch with these companies? Are you putting your name um, out there to them as often as you can to continue to get work? I try to. I feel like every race I go to, I'm like just email. I These, these marketing people must hate me because I just spam their emails with stuff all the time. I'm like, hey. Uh, I'll be here. Do you need any photos of this? And they're like, no, we don't care about that event or that person. <laughs> like, stop bothering us. But yeah, that's basically the name of the game, just bothering people. Yeah, um, you have to. You know, nonstop, but yeah. Yep. Are you in New York right now? Yeah, so i New York's the home Bronx. base? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I, go, I live on campus in an on-campus apartment. So yep. up at 238th Street in the Bronx, across, actually across from Van Quillen Park. Okay, yep. And then post-graduation, you got Oregon Travels. And then do you have any idea post-Eugene where you'll be? What's going to be happening? Will you yeah, be back to so New York? I, uh, I have a we – ha- we're doing a, a track camp too. So I work with this brand called New Generation Track and Field. My buddy yeah. Ben started it. Um, and I'm like I'm – I'd say I'm not an official part of them, but I'm like – an auxiliary member that gets brought in for fun sort of stuff. So I, we do a track camp. We started it last year where we invite 10 guys and 10 girls who are interested in the media space. And we teach them like writing skills, photo skills and video skills over a week kind of crash course. Um, and yeah, it's been super fun. So that will be the, the last week of July, right after worlds. And then I work at my cross country camp that I've, did in high school so i'll shoot photos there for a week in august and then i'll probably just move back into new york city full-time cool yep and always ready and willing to travel yeah whenever i'm always down to travel it's fun yeah i heard you say something about giving up weekends you're in college and a lot of your weekends are packed with going to events and that and then editing and putting hours into your craft and you said you know, one day it'll all be worth it. And then you, you said something along the lines of, well, I, I think it's already been worth it with what I've been able yeah, to do. No, for sure. Like, I'd, uh, next year being able to work for myself, I think is made that worth it. But like, it's funny cause I'll be walking around on campus and I have classes with some kids and they're like, I've heard your name before, but you're just never around. Cause like our school is pretty small and everyone knows each other, but I've just like never been to, we don't really have parties. We all just go to a bar and like, <laughs> I've never been just because I'm always either traveling or like, editing in my room or going to like getting ready to go so it's funny like interacting <laughs> with kids on campus who are like you 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 like exist but no one's ever seen you <laughs> phantom of sorts what's up yeah go hail guy <laughs> and then with your photography what are you shooting with right now 
Um, Canon 1DX Mark II and 5D4. So okay. I'm a Canon guy. And yep. then I bring around this dinky point and shoot whenever I – this little film camera whenever I go places just for fun stuff. There you go. Then with editing, when you shoot an event or you take photos for a team, are you one who, okay, we're done. Now it's into the editing lab right away. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do not do anything until my photos are done. Like if we go to a restaurant after, you bet my laptop's open and I'm editing while we're at dinner. Like <laughs> I need to get it done. It bugs me so yeah. much. <laughs> what uh, what software are you using? What kind of computer do you have? Are you you pretty uh, sure about all that? And Pro, and I used to use Lightroom, but I recently switched to Capture One, which is just a slightly different program, but cool. does the same thing. Yeah. Awesome. The recent OAC on Athletic Club, you had a a school photo day with yeah. the women's team, correct? And the men's. And so the men's. We have more yep. photos to release to that, but that was for so new generation track and field. They also have a magazine that we put out, a print magazine. So we went to Boulder and did a whole little project on them with a bunch of different articles. So the we told them, we gave them the pitch to dress up for like you would for a 1990 school picture day. And it was super fun just getting to work with them and show off their personalities. And that's a bunch of the content for the magazine, which will be fun. To, awesome. It should be releasing maybe today, honestly, online. I don't know what day it's officially dropping, but sometime soon. So we haven't seen men's photos yet. No men's the, photos yet. Well, yeah. some of them. Um, the cover photo of Ollie and Morgan. Um, okay. The let's see what else. But yeah, we have a whole set with all the men and Dathan. Dathan hopped in too, which was really fun. oh amazing. <laughs> yes. He pulled up in a mullet and his Leatherman jacket, which was no super kidding. fun. Yeah. Looking forward to those. Yeah, all right. Fun. With your time at Manhattan, with that one year being remote and thinking okay was there any point where you thought all right i got this thing rolling with photography and school is school i'm making some dough with this Have you, did you ever think about leaving college behind and oh, pursuing this before graduating for two years. my mom just <laughs> is not a fan of that I, we have an argument every time i bring it up she's like well at least you got your degree and i'm like well mom my degree is really not gonna help me that much but <laughs> yeah. that's been an ongoing battle but now i'm done so i don't have to think about it anymore because the plan is to go for this full time. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Incredible. The uh, bucket list for 2022 or by the end of the year, you tweeted this recently about shooting an MLB game, shooting an ML or you shot an MLS game, correct? I shot an MLS game already. Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, so my buddy shot an MLS game and he applied under Traxta, which is a running Instagram account like not a publication and they let him in. So I just, I was like one day, I'm just going to apply. So I just applied and they let me in. So I was like sick. So the MLS have strict credential guidelines, but then I just went in and shot, which was really fun. Who was playing? Uh, Philadelphia and NYCFC. Okay. Yep. So you're a big New York sports fan. Are you? Uh, I like the Celtics. I like the Celtics. I grew up watching the Celtics because my aunt's from Boston and she likes basketball a lot. So Yankees, Celtics, don't really have a football team. Um, don't really have a soccer team. I guess I like NYCFC because they happen to be. I guess that makes me a front runner because in a bandwagon because they happened to win last year. But I actually just started caring about the MLS last year, coincidentally. Yeah. Um, college Manhattan College is uh, not the greatest sports franchise in the NCAA, but I guess I'm a I'm a Jasper for life. So. Yeah. 
You I guess are. we'll throw that in there. Uh, let's see what other sports are there. Been getting into F1 lately. That's sure. pretty fun to watch. Um, don't really have a team there yet. Uh, let's see what other sports are there. Did the Netflix series get you hooked? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's Haven't watched good. it yet. I'm sure it will get me really Very involved good. in F1. Been hearing more yeah. and more about it in conversations and friends recommending. And Yep. The F1 scene. There was just one in Miami. Austin. Miami. Miami, yeah. Yeah. Sure thing. But definitely want to get that to one of those. I think that would be super cool. I don't like I most people just think it's like a race, but it's like a whole music festival in the same weekend. So there's basically there's like a ton of stuff going on the whole the whole time. So I definitely oh, want to yeah. get down. Shoot one of those, whether it be in Miami next year, Austin. I forget there's I think there's one other US one. I don't know. Sure. I'm sure they'll keep growing it in the US too. Yeah, for sure. You'll have your opportunity. We'll see you shooting it in I hope so. Oh yeah. I hope so. <laughs> You talked about uh, time at the armory and mm-hmm. the you, you were able to get some behind the scenes looks at like NBC's uh, streaming, how that all works. That that was at the armory, correct? Yeah. So I think it's like at any meet. So NCAAs, Milrose, there's a, like anyone that was at a TV window. I just think it's super cool. You always see John Anderson running around, mm-hmm. uh, Lewis Johnson. They're just doing their thing. And it's cool to see a behind the scenes look at how that whole production works. Like the strict TV schedule they need to keep. There's always a guy with a clipboard like yelling, you got to start in 30 seconds to like keep it on time and everything. And, yeah, because those are expensive, uh, expensive productions. So they got to get their money's worth. <laughs> you uh, talked to Ethan Herman for the Oval Magazine and – uh, that's where I gathered more about the the Fifth Avenue Mile and that connection with Tin Man, seeing Sam, mm-hmm. and you wearing the Tin Man shirt, and then uh, you know scrambling your way out west in, in summer 2020, and and you said that uh, you love taking photos of sprinters. Talk about that. Yeah, um, I think there's a more energy. They're more they have more personality. They're always dancing at the start line and always <laughs> celebrating at the end, and it's it's fun. What was it like uh, working with Gary V in Bryson? That was super cool. So I just, I was going through my Instagram feed one day and like I always do just emailing random brands that I see, just DMing people, seeing if they want to hang out or work together. And um, I emailed this one publication called 137 PM. And I didn't really know what they were, but they covered hip hop, sports, like culture and like NFTs were their things. And I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. seems kind of cool. Like maybe I'll see if they need help. And they, uh, and I emailed this guy, Tyler, and they gave me his email. And I like I sent him an email and then afterwards just like looked him up on LinkedIn. And it was like editor-in-chief of 1.37 p.m., Gary Vee's personal assistant for the past eight years. I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, what is this? <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, so we just had a couple meetings. And he was like, oh, we're having this thing if you want to come in and shoot. And I was like, sure. And my first assignment for them, I was sitting in the office with Gary Vee and Bryson, which was pretty fun. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah, it was pretty sweet. And you're open to, like, your wings are wide in terms of work you do, and you're not, you know, specifying yourself or kind of pigeonholing yourself into one specific no, area. No, so I, I, I accidentally kind of did that with running. So now I'm actively <laughs> trying to get other running stuff. Because people look yeah. at my Instagram, they're like, oh, he's a running photographer. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I want to do, like, fashion and culture and lifestyle stuff too. So lately I've been trying to do more studio work, uh, more, like, just editorial stuff with like the Gary V stuff and mm-hmm. yeah, just trying to switch it up a little bit. There you go. Yeah. Uh, have you been to Eugene? Yeah. So I went out last year for the first time I went out for NCAA. I never been to Oregon before, but last year I went to NCAA's Portland track fest and the trials. Okay. 
So then when you're in Eugene and you're shooting these events coming up, you'll be, you know, again, you'll be in the editing lab immediately after each oh, yeah. day of shooting <laughs> and you'll get everything done in Oregon. So after NCAAs, there's this funny video. We were, my friends, one of the, uh, lives with some of the Oregon runners and we were having a party at his house after one of the days. And there's like a big window and there's these kids playing beer pong and you look through the window and I'm just on my laptop in the other room, just grinding on edits. <laughs> Joe's at work. Don't bother him. Yep, exactly. Until, until, I'll have fun once the, once the editing's done. Until then, <laughs> it's all work. What have you done with Tracksmith? Um, just a couple photos I licensed to them. Okay. Nothing too crazy. Gotcha. I have uh, quite a bit of Tracksmith apparel. Yeah, I like Love their it. brand. So actually, one of their OG employees, Lou, went to my the same high school as me. So. Oh, did he? Uh, no kidding. Yeah. So I've been uh I've been a Tracksmith follower since he's hopped on there. I've always been watching their growth, and it's been super cool to see them explode the past couple of years. So, so he went to Niskayuna. Yeah, Niskayuna. Yep. Okay. I was looking at the the notable alumni on on Wikipedia, and you're not on See, there not, yet, Joe. It, it will come gold. one day, I believe. Yeah, it. there's a, there's a gold medalist, Jeff Blatnick, in wrestling. Um, the founder of Airbnb. He's in a. He's yep. a um, Co-founder of iRobot, like Roombas, and. Vacuum. Did not know that. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> my my principal in high school was an NFL agent, so he was Pac-Man Jones's agent, which is kind of cool. No kidding. Um, let's see. Any other notable Niskuna people? Um, Schenectady, uh, the town over. Pat Riley was the was a student there. So that's oh, cool. there you go. Yeah. yeah. Is, so, is basketball yeah. your favorite sport to watch? Um, you can say I'm running sorry, too. Yeah. No, yeah. I watch track. Just, right. I think I have to say tracks my hair just because I watch it the most. <laughs> I I am a like basketball. So like I two K I play like all the time. Like. Yeah. That sort of stuff. So yeah, basketball is probably number two, number one outside of running. How much are you running these days? Not a lot. Okay. Not a lot. Fitness is bad. <laughs> bad fitness as we speak. Yeah. Fitness is not looking good. Um, I I don't know. Let's see. I I try and get into it and I just get really unmotivated. And I also run in Van Corlin Park every day and it gets really boring after a while. So Hopefully in Oregon, I'll be able to switch it up, get a new change of scenery. I'll be excited again. But right now, no, not looking good. Like You run every day, like, though? You run every day? No, 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 no. Like maybe three or four days a week. Yeah. I try and run like five to 30 miles a week. Usually it's like 20 to 25. Right. But there's yeah. a lot of weeks where it's five, and there's a lot of weeks where it's like 20. Okay. No races on the horizon for you? No, I actually just got – so there's this group trials of miles and they were putting on a race and they're like, you want to do it? And I was like, fuck no, like I cannot do that right now. <laughs> Asking you to race. Yeah. They wanted me to hop in a mile. I said, no, yeah. thank you. <laughs> What's been the most impressive performance you've seen up close? It's mm. a good one. Um, Grant Fisher running 1253. That's pretty impressive. Um, the problem is when I'm at these races, I'm like not actually watching them because I'm just looking through a tiny viewfinder, but that one I like made sure to watch a little bit of. Yeah. Um, a cool one that not many people saw was the on athletics club, like opening mile and Boulder. They were the first people to break four on Colorado soil. Um, mm. that was a cool one just cause so many people had tried and no one had done it before them. Um, some recency bias there with Grant. I'm trying to think. 
you know, me running 347, that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That's probably it. Those big three. There we go. Uh, best running form. You you mentioned someone in a recent article. Is it is it still that person? Sydney get a booty. Yep. Sydney. Most photogenic running there is. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. Okay. Until I meet someone else. Until someone else presents themselves as the most photogenic runner, Sydney get a booty wins that title. When you're at meets, events, and you're and you're snapping photos, do you have athletes come up to you right away and say, "Hey, let me see that one. Let me see what you got." Want to see right um, not real. A lot more in high school. Not as much. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But are you shooting many high school meets? Still? Um. Not really. Maybe like New Balance Nationals. That's a, that was at the Armory, so I was there for that one. Um. And when I do, I try and now I try and do like I've gotten really tired of just like shooting a meet to shoot a meet. Mm -hmm. At least in the like domestic scene because it's the same people every week and I've done it before and everything. So I try and come up with like projects to do. So for indoors that high school meet i was helping shoot like a headshot portrait project okay so that was kind of fun to do um yeah just different stuff that doesn't include me just taking pictures of people running in circles yeah but like worlds you you bet your ass i'll be taking a lot of pictures of people running in circles oh, yeah. it's new people, cool people. <laughs> and you'll be exclusively with the portugal national no. team no no be... that, they're, my, they're my way in but they're only gonna have like five athletes i'll be there yeah the whole week ripping photos yep now you've been to new hayward yep mm -hmm. last year never went never went to old hayward okay which i'm bummed about when you get to a new venue because i'm sure with hayward you'll know like where to go where you want to be during the meet mm -hmm. and then when you go to a new venue like last year when you went to uh new hayward first time you you step into the venue what's your first move what are you looking for is there a set like media credentials camera photos area you have to be or can you really go wherever it depends on the meet like um i didn't have a credential for trials last year mm. so i was kind of just shooting from the stands like a normal person with a ticket so um first thing that's most important usually is where the sun is in the sky that's just how the light's gonna look so yep. you ideally want to be kind of where this light's direct if it's like not directly up in the sky if it's over here more kind of on this angle so the sun looks nice and the light looks nice um but yeah that's usually it then like where the finish line is and everything's based around where the sun is in the sky sure so kind of following that and then going to a good place in the arena where everything looks nice yep have you shot any events in the rain yeah mm -hmm. um um actually not events practices and stuff though. Yep. yeah ncaa's was a little rainy last year there was one day where it poured for like an hour and a half mm -hmm. yep olympics definitely on your radar going forward are you yeah hopefully hopefully this can... portugal thing goes good and i can keep finesse or convincing them to give me credentials paris 2024 yeah and then la 28 la 28 there you go. Yeah. I feel like I think the Paris 24, the, the shit might have said on that. It's like okay. a pretty long process. So I think I'm focused on LA 28 now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely got to figure it out. Also, the people at USATF aren't big fans of me, I don't think, because I <laughs> post um, or I email them a lot asking for credentials and they always say no. So <laughs> you bugged them too much. I think I bugged them too much. So <laughs> we got to we got to befriend them first and then we'll work on the other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any other brands you haven't worked with yet that you got your eye on or a, a certain project that you think 
I mean, you you again tweeted about you know shooting an MLB and, game, yeah, other sports, NBA I game. think. Um, and just more like I don't know. I think magazines I I want to work with more too, just because it's like one shoot and you're done, and it's like a nice, interesting project that's not event based. I like being able to just hop into a studio and like kind of do my thing and mm-hmm. like kind of make it rather than have something already happening and me just spectating and taking photos of what happens. So more magazine stuff for that. But I also like campaigns. Um, that's sort of the same thing where it's like you can make it rather than just watching what's already happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what brand specifically. No, I'm open to whatever. Yep. Talk about Justin Britton's impact on your life. Yeah, so he was probably the first running photographer that I ever found. He ran a runner's eye, which was the sick Instagram oh, yeah. I was active now, But back in the day, he always ran that. And it was the coolest thing ever because – he was like the only one, him and a couple of buddies were the only people doing it. Just like taking photos of runners, posting professional runners, posting their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, this is sick. Cause no one else was doing it at the time. Now everyone's doing it. But, um, so whenever I'd shoot stuff, I'd always send it to him and be like, Hey, can you look at this? Or if you have a question, can you, I, can you answer this real quick? And he'd always give great advice. And that's a real big reason why I want to get, want to get involved with the new generation stuff, because I think that's just important to have someone to, is there for you to answer questions. And even today, like whenever I text Justin about a pricing question, he always helps me out right away. So it's nice to have someone like that in your corner. Good. Absolutely. That resource. Important. New generation, new gen track and field. You've talked about now a couple of times. How would you succinctly describe new gen track and field? Um, Just a group of people that want to make the sport track and field better. Yeah, I guess. Sure. simplest way to do it um whether that comes in just posting ridiculous shit on twitter or making a magazine or youtube videos kind of giving platforms to athletes i think yeah a whole bunch of things but that's what it comes back to cooper tier cole hawker really involved in new gen yeah i mean not as much now that they're like big time um i feel like when they were just college kids it was much easier to be but now they like have contracts to make and their job is running so they got to focus a little bit more on that but yeah for sure yeah what are you most looking forward to this is a tough question because there's you got four huge events in eugene (laughs) pre-classic you have ncaa outdoor track and field championships then usa outdoor track and field championships then world track and field championships is there something when you look at um, who's going to be at pre-classic, who's going to be at these meets? Is there something that I know you're going to be with the camera? And like you said, sometimes it's tough to be in the moment and really watching everything transpire. Um, mm-hmm. Is there an athlete? Is there an event that you are really amped for? Um, A standout. Probably Jakob. Never seen Yaka brace live, I think. I think Pri's going to be really cool because that's like a lot of the African-European athletes that I've never seen run. Mm-hmm. So that, And then obviously Worlds when they come back. Oh, yeah. Most people in the U.S. Yeah. the NCA seen like – they're great athletes, but it's not like the thrill factor that mm-hmm. I've never seen them race or they're from a different continent or they're like – so I think that will be really cool. Sure. Yaka was – in the u.s just racing yeah and- he so he's been training for a couple months in flagstaff mm-hmm. so yep you tweeted about you tweeted about having fomo about the track meet yeah yeah i wanted to get out there it was sick but couldn't line up I had to finish college <laughs> yeah. 
school duties to complete. Yep. So Wednesday graduation, I'm going to give you an early congrats on that. And then Thank you. we'll be following your work going forward and, and wishing you the best and really um, appreciate the time today For on sure. the call and That's answering right. questions. And it's my first podcast in like three years. So if I went all over the place in different directions, I apologize. Right, I got to get more reps getting back to it. Uh, so you're on the comeback the episode and, and we, uh, I know I got friends too, who have been really following your work and really impressed with your photography and just can't wait for all the Eugene content you'll have for us. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to hooray run podcast episode 31. Much appreciation to Joe Hale for taking time to join me in conversation. As I said in the intro, Follow Joe on Instagram at jkh underscore photo. Visit his website, josephkhale.com. Email Joe, hello at josephkhale.com. Hooray Run Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend, recommend. Follow Hooray Run on Instagram at Hooray Run. And I'm working on hoorayrun.com. It is still up making some changes to the .com. Thank you to Sportwatch for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you to Last Night Saved My Life, specifically Wilson Shaner, lead vocalist, singer, one of my groomsmen. Wilson, thank you for sending those instrumentals and helping with the pod. That's it for episode 31.